it's the blackout all right what's up everybody on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast we talk about clb and donda we talk about karen's barbecues and much much more including noose ties and forgetting your history all this and more on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast Pew, 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 pew. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back and welcome back again. We're streaming live, finally, live on video. Uh, I'm Jared. What up, people? I'm Jay. We're backing at it again, and we're streaming live on StreamYard as well as YouTube. So, uh, yeah, man. So, uh, very happy to see y'all. Uh, very happy to see each other as always. But very happy uh, that y'all can see us uh, and put a face to a voice if you haven't already seen our very fun and exciting action-packed photo that Jay's created as our um, as our logo. So it's dope. Anyway. I have to do a new one of those. Yeah, for sure. And, and honestly, y'all, we're working through some kinks here. This is the first time we have been able to stream live together uh, on YouTube. Uh, and the first time we've used StreamYard, so uh, yeah, so um, just bear with us as we go through this. But yeah, Jay, um, man, how was your week? Uh man, it was good. Um, just another week of nothing. Uh, you know, what can I say? Just work, taking kids to school, more work, editing the last episode, which I always wait till the last minute to do because I just don't have no time during the week. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. Just another yeah. another week in the hood. Nothing good. more. Good, 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 good. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Just another busy week for me as well. Uh, wow, it was um, school and work. Everything was fine. Uh, uh, I got Karen at my house a couple days ago. Uh-oh. Um, oh, that was boy. interesting. And then uh, and then. Um, you know, I had a barbecue competition yesterday. I competed in, and yeah, so it was a it was a busy packed week. And dropped off some boxes at uh, a season at the state fair because they're going to be selling them in the store. Uh, and while the state fair is going on, and while that's happening, I also have I'm also doing a demo, uh, a couple of demos at the state fair food demo. So yeah, it was a, it was a busy week, man, but it was a good week nonetheless. Um, yeah, uh, I got Karen at my house, right? So, <laughs> I, uh, let's see here. I was, um, I don't know, I was, we we're, were cooking dinner on the back porch. I was making some, uh, some pizzas on that pizza oven, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Savannah came, Savannah came to the sliding door, was like, hey, uh, somebody's at the door. So I walked over to the front door. Little old like white lady is at the front door, and she's like, um, "I feel like really embarrassed uh, for you know coming over uh, and like asking this or whatever." I've been thinking about it for quite some time, and she she like had her phone you know in her hand, and I don't know if she was like I don't know it looked like the camera was on, so I don't know if she was trying to hit record or what was happening, but I was like, "Okay, what, what's going on?" And she's like, "Yeah, but um, you know you." You put your dog out on your deck, right? And he barks a lot. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I understand that. He's like, um, she's like, yeah, uh, you know, some nights I, uh, I have, uh, you know, she's like, I have a, I have a grandson that I try to put down to bed 
she's she's like, could you put your dog out there at like 7 p.m. every night? I was like, it's right around dinner time, so it's possible. Uh, so yeah, she's like, I have a grandson that I put out to bed, or I try to put down to bed, um, you know, around that time, and then I just want to actually like rest and relax and enjoy the night outside sometimes or something like that and she's like and your dog just barks so much sometimes and i was like i understand that uh he's a puppy first uh you know he is a dog so that's what they do he's barking at people who walk by on the trail you know like it, it just happens you know and i'm sorry about that and we're working on it because we're training him you know he's just a puppy and she's like yeah but it's it's against the city ordinance uh you know to let your dog just bark like that what? I was like, I was like, is there a city? I, I, I was like, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I was, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, but he's a dog. He's outside. He's barking just like other animals are outside making noises. She's like, yeah, but you know, I've, I've read up on this ordinance and, hmm. and yeah, I, you know, I wanted to come over and talk to you before I actually called, called someone on it. I was like, excuse me. I was like, I apologize for the dog barking. I know he barks a lot. But like I said, he's barking at people going across the trail. He's barking at birds. Like, it's random. And guess what? He's a puppy. So until he learns to not do that, he's going to be doing that. And so she was like, she she kept like repeating this, you know, I, this, there's the city ordinance about noise and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, okay, I've already apologized. Like, what do you want from me? Uh, you know, we'll work on it. She's like, yeah, because, you know, I just have to, but she, she's like, so, you know, I, I just wanted to come and talk to you before I had to call somebody. I was like, please call them because I've already told you what the deal is. And she's like, you can't just leave your, she, she's like, said, you can't, you know, you, it's illegal to leave your, to, to let your dog stay outside. And I was like, excuse me. She's like, it's illegal to like leave your dog outside. I was like, I was like, no, you can leave your dog outside. You can let him just stay there. I was like, and a dog's gonna bark, but I can't just leave my dog in the house and let him poop and pee all over the house. Right. So he's not just gonna live in my house. She's like, well, you know, um, I know my daughter and, and son-in-law, you know, years ago had to take the barker out of their dog because he was just so barky. The barker? I was like, I was like excuse me? The barker. For real? Is yeah. that a robot? Is it a is it a car part? <laughs> you know? I was like I was like I was like I was like, okay, okay, um I was like I was like, once again I'm sorry. We're working on it. He's a puppy. He's like eight or nine months old. So he's still learning. He's gotta learn how not to bark at everything. So what else? She's like, Yeah, well, you know, I just wanna do that before I, you know, had to had to make a call or you know and I was I was like, please call him. Go ahead, call him. Call him do it that's fine so then i'll just close the door in her face that's fine so i was like man are you kidding me man the bark and, yeah <laughs> and then of course like you know as, as i was closing the door uh my wife like while I was walking out of my room uh and she was like i don't know who that was i couldn't hear them but i heard you talking so i i can i can you know i can imagine what she was talking about the dog barking i was like yeah i mean the dog does annoyingly bark like i will admit that sometimes and we have a trail right near our house, so we people we see people, um, you know, walking or running back and forth. People riding mm -hmm. their bike, kids out there playing. Like, I mean, it is what it is, uh, you know. And there's deer that that pass by as well. Right. Um, so he'll bark at them. There's a couple dogs who live behind us. He doesn't normally bark at them, um, but like my dog's not the only one that barks. A. B. 
it is a dog and dogs will dog. You know what I'm trying to say? Dogs like, will dog. They gonna do what they gonna do. They gonna dog. And then the other thing is, I and, and before she left, before she left, I was like, and where do you live again? Uh, and she she was like, oh, I live on the other side of, of the community, like right across behind y'all. And so yeah, so like it's weird because behind our backyard, there's a there's a little field and there's a creek, and we mm-hmm. do have like some sort of backyard neighbors on one side, but there's a field and a creek, uh, but, you know, behind our behind our yard, mm-hmm. and then across that creek. And I mean, it's a it's a it's a tiny field, like it's a little green space, so it's it's not that big. But behind behind there's the creek, and then running along the other side of the creek is that path, mm-hmm. and and on the other side of that path is the backyards of the houses that live on the opposite side of us. So they're not they're not these people are not directly behind us. We do have some direct behind neighbors, but these people are like across the creek and over. So I mean, I would say it's a good eighty yards. Like if you went from my back door to their back door, right? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe fifty. Yes, yeah, it maybe fifty, right? So, I mean, they're not like right on top of us, right? Um, but then again, and, and I don't know. She said where she lives, and according to who I uh, sort of remember living in the houses that are over there, it's either one of two houses, right? And so there's one house I know this older couple lives in, and the other house I can't remember. I think an older couple lives in them as well. Um, but it's either one of two houses. I know that the one house, one house that I'm thinking of, I do see that sometimes they have their screen window open and stuff like that. And uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, so this is the thing, you know, dogs can be outside. That's not against the rules. There is a noise. There, there is a there is a noise ordinance for construction. Uh, that mm-hmm. you can't do anything, you know, between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m. Uh, there is also a there's like a pet ordinance where apparently, you know, if your animal is causing, you know, some kind of nuisance, be it sound nuisance or being in somebody's yard and other things, mm-hmm. then you know you can you can uh, request some help from like the animal whatever services I don't know what they call them. Uh, but then I'm like, a it's 7 p.m. Nobody's asleep. At that point, I know babies are, but hey, babies can be, but hey, it is what it is. B, how about you close your window, your sliding glass door? Or, you know, C, guess what? Just realize that you live in a neighborhood, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? And other people have other things going on. And, you know, sometimes dogs just need to be outside. Yeah. You know? Or you could just remove the barker out of them. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Uh, I, I never I'm not heard a that before. I'm not a dog fan at all. But you know what? I'm not gonna go and maim an animal. You know, just in just because the sake of it's annoying to me. Wow. You know what I'm trying to say? So this lady, I hope she come back. I hope I see her on her back deck one day. I, I can't wait. I, you know what? Sometimes when I'm outside doing yard work in the backyard, I'll have my speakers, uh, you know, pumping some music, like I'm streaming some music to it. Yeah. And, you know, normally I, I have it, like, loud enough that I could hear in my backyard. Right. But I'm going to bump it up next time. Just. I can't. I can't wait till we get some speakers wired for the backyard. And I'm going to really play some music. Man. When her, when her sliding glass door is open. Do you, let me ask you this. Do you think it would have been... A different situation if your wife went to the door possibly 
I think I think I'm, you know. So when I went to the door, I could immediately see that she was intimidated and nervous. She's like, "Oh, big black man." I, I could immediately see, it, especially because I didn't have the light on behind me, and it was like sort of like dusk. You know what I'm trying to say? So like, it was probably like a little a little darker than it probably could have been if it was like regular daytime. Mm -hmm. So I could tell that she was like a little intimidated and nervous. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I, I told Sophie, I was like, I think if you would have went to the door, it probably would have gone a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. But when I saw that lady's attitude change, I was like, the black about to come at me right now. Y'all gonna, y'all, you gonna feel this real quick. But she can't, like, she like drove over in her, in her little car, which is silly to me. Yeah, that's, that's Because she could have just walked over, you know? Okay. She could have walked over. Is there yeah. any other people in the neighborhood with dogs I'm assuming there are yeah our next so our next door neighbor on one side has a big dog uh, our neighbor behind us has three dogs I believe and they're you know they have a doggy door so their dogs go outside whenever they want they're outside a lot um, and, and they bark else? yeah and they bark they bark they're like they're like Great Dane type dog um, there's there's other people there's somebody who lives yeah, yeah. There's several people around us and around her that also have dogs. I know my dog is loud and annoying. I can hear him echoing sometimes. I really can't if I'm mm -hmm. outside. So you know that is what it is. Also, there's another thing. Also, down the street from us, maybe like a quarter mile, is um, is a uh, like an equestrian center where they hold the rodeos and things like that. So, so, um, so. Sometimes at night, during the day, during the week, during the weekend, whatever, we hear announcements from them. I mean, you could hear it like you were at the rodeo. Right, right. Like it's loud, you know, over the loudspeaker. So I mean, like it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Somebody would come and do that. Does uh, have you ever talked to your neighbors about her? No, no. It's the first hey, time. What about the? I mean, you're in pretty good standings with your neighbor. I mean, y'all talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, all good. Yeah. Have you ever asked them? Uh, does your dog ever bother them? You know, at a particular time of day, like, uh, as far as, like the sound. No, I haven't asked them. I do have a neighbor behind me, and uh, I think I think initially the one that behind me with the two dog, three dogs, he told me one time it was like you know one of the first few times we really chatted. So one like, oh yeah, you know, you're you're. Your, uh, your puppy dog, like, he always barks at me or whatever. Uh, but he's like, yeah, but he's a puppy. He's little. And he's like, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. But now he, my dog doesn't bark at him anymore, bark mm -hmm. at them, you know. And he doesn't bark at our other neighbor uh, or anything because they have a pool in their backyard. He'll, he'll like, like bark, like, maybe two times if he sees their dog. But then okay. he stops. Hmm. You know, he doesn't carry on. He will bark at random people running up and down the trail because maybe to him it seems like, you know, they're running away or running toward, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. I don't know what it is. Um, but, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's it. I, but I never, we never gotten any complaints from anybody. That's interesting. Um, and we live in a neighborhood where everybody uh, is uh, communicative enough that, like, you know, they would say something to you, like, you know, on a on a nice enough level if they're that you next door neighbor. Yeah. The the other part is so in the in the part of this so so our subdivision was built in two halves. The half where they live, where this you know this lady lives, 
is under HOA. It was like the first uh, phase of it. Mm -hmm. If she lives in one of the two houses, I think, then we actually moved in before they moved in. So we were here longer. So we'll just say it like that. Uh, if she lives in the other house, they were here like three months longer than us. So whatever. Anyway, um, but our half of the neighborhood is not under HOA at all. So, you know, we have, we don't have all those HOA guidelines. They do. They got to mm -hmm. spend, you know, I don't know how many thousand dollars a year for HOA. We don't have to spend anything. So, um, you know, maybe she considers, maybe she doesn't know that we're not part of the HOA or maybe she, you know, just think that we should all, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she thinks there's different yeah. guidelines, but she ain't going to come to my house and talk, talk to me like that. Even, yeah. even though my dog ain't my favorite thing. Like, I'm not a dog person and I'm not like, you know, lovey-dovey on him or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Like, she ain't gonna come to me and talk to me in my house like that. Especially say something like, take the barker out of your dog. Because like, you know, like, I said, I said that, I said that to my wife and kids. And they like, like my son, my son, <laughs> my son, I mean, basically was like, man, I hope, I don't know. She, he, he said something pretty mean about like, I hope, uh, he would say something like, I hope that like your like her dog bites her or so like her dog I don't know. Damn. Uh, <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it was maybe one of those KYS things. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I hope she dies or something from a dog. But, I don't know. It was crazy, but you know, um, yeah. I I guess you'll find out within the next week or so uh, if you get a letter in the mail or if uh, some kind of city person comes to your house and. Says, hey, we've been getting complaints about yeah. your dog barking, keeping up yeah. people at night. You'll know exactly who it is. It won't be people. It'll be person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, this is the thing. The, the thing is, I can look out my back door or be on my back deck or be in my backyard and see whoever this person is. So the next time they get out on their deck, mm -hmm. if I'm out there, I'll be able to see them. You know what I'm trying to say? I so you. I wonder what's going to happen because like in a couple of weeks, we're supposed to have my wife's family over for like a barbecue. Maybe like 20 or 30 people, right? Hanging out mm -hmm. in the backyard. And so I wonder if she's going to call in the door's ordinance on that. It was funny because yesterday I went to this barbecue competition. I left, you know, before the, before the chicken or the roosters woke up. But then, uh, you know, my wife texted me. I, I texted her and asked her uh, to send me a picture of, of, of something that I that I needed to see. And, uh, you know, it was like it might be maybe like, you know, 7 and 30 in the morning, something like that. And she texted me back. She's like, you're lucky, uh, you know, because the neighbor next door woke me up because he was mowing his yard. Should I call an order, a noise ordinance on that? <laughs> oh, man. It, it's just wild, man. I, I don't get it, man. But, hey. I'm just wondering out there if anybody else has had a similar scenario. Uh, but as soon as she started pulling the the noise ordinance card, I was like, all right, Karen. All right. We're going to stop right now. You know what I'm trying to say? I told my other friends about this, you know, the situation, the barbecue friends and stuff like that. When we were at the competition mm -hmm. and they were all just like, you know, they were all just like. They, they were all flabbergasted. You right, know what I'm trying to right, say? Right, right. They couldn't believe it. So that's, that's entertaining, man. That's pretty yeah. entertaining. OWP, old white people. Wow. I mean, I could say I had somewhat of a similar situation. They just didn't pull the whole 
city compliance thing. It's just my neighbors in the back mm-hmm. of me. They're yeah. uh, they're pretty old. They're mm, I guess in their early seventies, maybe mid seventies, something like that. But uh-huh. you know, they're they're just always complaining about their lawn and stuff, or our not really our lawn, but you know, sometimes there's uh, crab grass that grows. And it'll kind of snake its way through the fence, and they'll, you know, mm-hmm. they'll remind me of this. Say, hey, Jonathan, come here. <laughs> Can you come see? Have you been mowing here? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you think you could weed eat this little part right here? And it'll be like a little two-foot section where uh-huh. there's like a couple little pieces of crabgrass growing through. And cool. I'll get it. No problems. Yeah. You know, but then when it comes to like really city ordinance type stuff, we only supposed to be watering our grass twice a week with mm-hmm. uh, sprinklers. They are so anal about their grass and their lawn that they water it whenever they want to. Yeah. You know, I went yeah, outside. I, I went outside this morning. I see them sprinklers on in their backyard. You know, and of course, a uh, city here they will fine you if they they see uh see you watering your lawn outside of your specific days and time. So really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, I remember that, and I, I, I do remember that uh, happening because I remember getting, uh, you know, cards in the mail about and stuff like that when we yeah. lived there. But I'm not and gonna call on them. Yeah, we're supposed to have a similar scenario here, you know, where you, uh, uh, you know, where the city can be called on you or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or the city, you know, will come and come and give you a ticket because you know we're under, we're under like I think the longest drought in the history of this state. Uh, and actually, there's parts of the city where they are um, they're cutting off secondary water, mm-hmm. like the like the like the city is cutting off people's secondary water, so they absolutely cannot water their lawn at all. So it's interesting when when they when they do something like that because if you go by a city park, the city parks get watered, right? The schools fields get watered, but you can't water your own lawn. I don't know. I don't know. But and most of the time, those city parks, uh, you know, sprinklers be uh, sprinkling the sidewalks and yeah. the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's wild is like during the winter when it's like freezing, some companies mm-hmm. will still run their sprinklers and there'll be frozen ice all over the street, all over the mm-hmm. sidewalk. Yeah. You know, supposed to yeah. get in trouble, but I don't know if they do. I'm not. I'm not going to call and complain. I'm not that type of person to to carrying it out. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I think that that's pretty funny. Remove the barker from your dog. Yeah, yeah. When I heard that, I was like, "All right, we gonna we gonna talk like this." Okay, let's talk like this. Let's really talk like this. So we're gonna see what's gonna happen. You know what I'm trying to say? I do have to be cognizant of the fact that I am the only black man within this neighborhood. Oh, no. I, I know that. A. I haven't met all the neighbors that are moving in yet, but I am sure that they probably won't be any other black people. <laughs> Uh, there is Damn. one black child that lives two doors down from us, and he was adopted. Um, so, so when the, a, when the music complaints come in, we know who to look at. Yeah, exactly. But then again, okay. So the neighbors behind me with the three dogs. Uh-huh. It's funny because uh, let's see, it's a white guy, and his wife is like, she's got to be like Filipino or, or something like that. I think she's or she's some kind of maybe like latin um american uh, mm-hmm. combination but um 
they they you know they hang out in their backyard a lot they have friends over a lot you know they pool you know their kids play out there and they like bump their music way louder than any music i've ever played out there and you know loud enough that it could be heard in multiple neighbors around so hey i maybe one day we'll sync our we'll sync our sounds and and you know double <laughs> you know, make stereo sound outside and just angle our speakers directly at those late those people's houses yeah, and then like I said, there's only it's only two houses that I believe it that I'm thinking of it could be, and it's and they're like two doors down from each other, so they're you know it's they're they're right there, mm-hmm. but still it's it's far enough away to where like you I, I'm just sort of incredulous, you know, but whatever. I mean, hey, she came over, she started out nice, which I appreciate, but when she started getting that attitude. Uh, we wouldn't have that no more. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Wouldn't have that. So wow, yeah. So you know what? That's that. Um, yesterday had a barbecue competition that I did. It's a backyard competition, so it's not a big competition where they do brisket, pork shoulder, chicken ribs, like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Backyard competitions are strictly chicken and pork ribs. So, okay. uh, me and a partner of mine uh, teamed up to do it. He actually lives on the street behind me. Uh, he does have a dog as well. Um, <laughs> so, just in case. He had the barker removed, though. Yeah, no, he didn't have the barker removed. Um, <laughs> not at all. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, we both competed. He did ribs. I did chicken. Man, his ribs were like perfect texture, perfect everything. Um, I think the flavors are great. Um, he got what did he get like 16th place I think which I was really shocked by because they were great uh, the the Utah okay so the Utah flavor palette is more sweet they don't really like heat at all the mass majority there are people who like heat uh, but the mass majority does not like it mm-hmm. um, but then when you come to one of these competitions it is judged by judge judges who do like the big competitions who do have like four or five different meats mm-hmm. uh, and they are aware of all different kinds of flavor profiles um, but the judges here in this state you know apparently very soft when it comes to different flavors and it's got to be sweet so ribs supposed to be sweet uh, my partner did not glaze with a sweet glaze he used um, he used like basically like a butter brown sugar and then also this Barbecue sauce is from a company that makes hot sauces, so it's probably a little more savory, a little more spicy than than you know than it should have been. Even though it wasn't spicy at all, uh, it just wasn't sweet, sweet. So he could, he placed 16th. I was shocked by because I taste some ribs from people who placed above him, and I was like, how? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. How? Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah and that's, there's a whole nother story with some of those but hey whatever but then i made chicken drumsticks and generally in these competitions you either do chicken thighs or chicken drumsticks uh, and you have to turn in six a minimum six pieces of whatever you're turning in so i did drumsticks they looked beautiful they look like little like you know like meatball sticks or meat meat sticks Drum drumsticks. So say little little angel drumsticks. Little angel drumsticks. No, they weren't angel drumsticks. But no, they were they were uh, they were little they were little um, they were delicious. The color was good. The mm-hmm. flavor I thought was delicious. It was sweet. I actually used like some honey power in the rub that I 
that I created for it. And I placed 12th. And I was okay. shocked. One, two, two, of our, two of our barbecue friends um, were cooking in the tent right next to us. I think they got like a fifth place or third place chicken, something like that. And I tasted his chicken. It was really good. So, you know, you, big you were shocked in a good way or a bad way? I was shocked in a bad way that, okay. I, that I got that low. So how many? How many was the the total competing? Eighteen. Oh. So okay. the, I, I looked at that. I was like, dude, I, I tasted the chicken of the guy next to me. Actually, I finished. There, there was a guy on the other side of us. I tasted his chicken. We finished higher than them, so that was that than him. That's, that was, I was fine with that. But like the flavor that I tasted, people that came by and tasted my taste testers, you know, it was all like, man, this is good chicken. So. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The thing is, they give you like it, it like it cooked. It was cooked all the way through. I did everything I needed to do for it uh, properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send you a picture here in a little bit. But essentially, uh, it. I thought it was dead on. That's the problem, though. When when you are doing those barbecue competitions, a, you know, it could be the best cook you ever made in your life, but. You know the judges may not not agree, uh, or uh, and also you know you don't know whose table you're going to land on. You could land on a table of a judge that is great uh, uh, and is looking for that flavor. You could land on a table of a judge that you know may not be looking for that flavor. And so it is what it is, man. But I'm gonna tell you this though, my so I, I had two two main motives this time around, two main goals. One was to beat the last time, the last placement that I had last time mm-hmm. in the barbecue chicken and beef and rib competition. So I did finish higher than chicken last time because I think last time I was chicken, I was like next to last. And there was a lot of problems with that, mainly the smoker that I was using mm-hmm. and some issues that happened with it during the cook. Um, so I finished higher than that placement, which is good, um, relatively. And then, um, uh, to also beat this other dude who like threw down the gauntlet against my teammate, um, saying that uh, you know he wanted to be him. My teammate like had never met this guy in his life. He only like knew him through like Instagram, mm-hmm. and the only only time my teammate had like commented on this guy's post, like uh, or anything like like he liked some of his posts, and then uh, you know he commented, "Oh, nice ribs!" One time, like he didn't even like say anything disparaging, but as soon as like my teammate posted that he was going to be a part of this. Uh, uh, competition the guy was like I just want to beat such and such and I was like that's whack man like you don't come at somebody like if you have a reason to come at somebody that's cool if you're trying to throw down a gauntlet to like assert dominance okay maybe but like in this scenario in this scenario the guy seemed like he had he had been wronged by my teammate uh, and they had never met in real life They they met and talked for like two minutes at this competition. That was it. So I don't know. That was that was our other main goal. And I finished higher than him on chicken. Uh, my teammate did not on ribs. Um, but this is the other thing, man. People have these Traeger grills out here, and not just here, but everywhere else. And 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 a Traeger grill is a pellet grill. It's like a easy bake oven of mm-hmm. a grill. Yep. You know. Compared to like, compared to like more, uh, 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 compared to having more skill involved. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, so that is the other problem with the Utah taste palette because that grill company is headquartered here right now. Uh. And tons of people, I meet tons of people at the farmer's markets and other places. Oh, well, I have a Traeger. Oh, yeah, I have a Traeger. Oh, I did my did my ribs on a tee. You know, like they say stuff like that. I'm just like. Instead of knowing how to manage coal and wood and smoke, they just put it on and let the Traeger do its yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, you just put pellets in there, turn it on, set it to the temperature mm-hmm. and time, and you just wait. Yeah. You go to bed instead of waking up. You know, I, and, I and thought about getting stuff. one of them, but then I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't know. I, I'm kind of used to this charcoal wood since mm-hmm. I've been a little kid. So Yeah, there is a there is a, a space for it. There's a space because there's a lot of people who would not have approached barbecue at all without that, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's a lot of times where you do want a quicker meal and instead of lighting up charcoals you turn one of those on it heats up in like the, in like 5 or 10 minutes you're good to go but the fact that the view is slowly or quickly I don't know what you want to call it especially because Corona quickly getting skewed that that is the flavor that people should be looking for when they get barbecue hurts the rest of the barbecue industry mainly restaurants because people go there thinking they're going to be like that and they taste differently they may not like it or they may be like man that's the best thing i've had in my life why does my trigger not do that and so you you can tell the difference what you're eating and from what kind of grill it's on Mm -hmm. so hey man yeah is it i don't know man i was annoyed by it but i can all i can also accept the fact that you know that there's there's other people out there that can that can also, you know, cook better than me. But then also, um, you know, that you're going to hit a judge's table and sometimes you might hit and sometimes you might not. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah. I but, mean, it's uh, all about learning the, the process, improving yeah. on your process. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think you did something wrong, uh, I mean, you just never know. Just keep yeah. on keep on pushing to the next competition. And yeah. That's you true. Know. Yeah, next competition I'm actually doing with my brother. I uh, convinced him to drive up from California uh, on November 6th. So we're doing one uh, in southern Utah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Uh, and the flavor palette down there is different than the one up here. So I think that I, I'll still go with the similar recipe that I did this time. But I know that I think it'll be a better, you know, better turn of events, I hope. Um, and then... Um, yeah, oh, but then there's there's a, a restaurant, a barbecue restaurant in Houston who uses my rubs for, you know, for their stuff, their brisket and other stuff in their shop. And so they went and did a competition this past weekend. The guy told me that him and his dad were using the midnight on their brisket. And I think this guy, he plays second in brisket, the dad plays third or vice versa. So, hey, at least somebody know what they do with my rub. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's if good. it ain't me. Yeah, so you know, it's one of those things, man, and it's it's a process. As with anything, it's learning process. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. But that's 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 the wildest stuff that's happened uh, on this side this week. Uh, I know that we have a lot of voicemails from our Memphis correspondent, uh, but I also know that CLB dropped as well as Donda. Uh, certified lover boy as well as Donda, uh, and then <laughs> I heard somebody call it uh, certified boy lover. I was like, wait, what? Oh, is that, right. is that? 
Oh, man. And, yeah, and then also uh, we saw earlier this week how some people just forget the history of our culture, regardless of what country you're in. Uh, these noose ties. Tell me about what you saw in noose ties. All right, man. So I, I've seen a lot of fashion, questionable fashion uh, in my day um, from, I guess, just this summer, this past summer, going to the mall for like the first time in a while. I saw bulletproof vests being sold bulletproof vest replicas if you want to call it that mm-hmm. being sold in stores don't really get it but hey whatever you want to do um <laughs> and then this past week just scrolling through uh facebook i saw this one post about some noose neckties is a noose neckties noose ties i don't mm-hmm. it's kind of weird saying noose neckties but they are let me see they're called daniel's rope ties and this is by a uh, a young entrepreneur designer from africa mm. um southern part of africa south south africa let me see if i could find the actual let's see Polokwan. That's in South Africa. So, yeah, he's South African, and I'm going to read his his reasonings for this this particular tie. So he says, the rope tie are my work, and the motive is to change the past, the past act and the mindset that when people see a rope, all they think is suicidal or lynching. I know mm-hmm. the history, and I'm I'm not here to offend any family been a victim. Wait being a victim in the in the days we need to change the rope we need to change that the rope is not only used to take people's lives but also something good can come out of the same object i'm not promoting suicide or saying people should hang themselves those who like the idea will understand and of course wait you gotta excuse the the way he writes this but uh those who like the idea will understand and uh, I don't know what this is supposed to be. Of course, <laughs> of course, uh, of course. The, of oh, course. okay. Of course, to some, it will look like a bad idea. The of USA. Course. Okay, you pulling go. up the thing. I'm pulling it up right here. The USA journalist has been in touch, and I explained this work. Past is past, and something needs to change in the new generation. It is unfortunate people have been killed by a noose, but I am, and I am not evil. Yeah, so that's Bruh. his that's his uh wording his his um statement about the the his particular rope ties. Now, we proud ourselves in bringing tomorrow's fashion today. Well, first of all, as soon as you read that that's like the title of one of their posts. First of all, as soon as you read that, then you knew what was up. Daniel's rope ties uh style is unique, simple and fashionable. Nah, B. I'm not about that life. No, no, because see, it it reminds me like we we talked about a few episodes ago, the uh, the the bolo tie for cowboys. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how it hangs. Let me not use hang. That's how it sits Uh, on the (laughs) around the neck and hangs down. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I've heard different people from Africa, you know, speak on. I guess their thing with eh, 
I don't want to say they're a deal with slavery, but a lot of them seem to not know what actually went on, I guess, here in America mm -hmm. because they don't really teach that over there. And I've heard many African people say this. So I'm just thinking he's completely ignorant to the to what that means to American black folk <clears throat> and people who actually know about that about slavery now a lot mm -hmm. of a lot a lot of times in his reasoning he spoke of suicide so i'm thinking that's the big thing in his particular statement his is that process. he yeah his thought process is that he's completely ignorant to the to the what went on here versus the rope being used suicide you know pretty much all over the world a lot of people have been hanged yeah and use the rope for for suicide and and I you know not to bring it up but you know I had a cousin who hanged himself a few mm -hmm. quite a few years ago so yeah you know I, I could see his idea of that but it's still uh I don't know bro that's that's kind of pushing it. It's pushing this nigga didn't forgot history. Either they didn't teach him, or he forgot that's it straight what, up, that's or he didn't do the R and D. That's the thing. If you're a fashion designer, you got to do some R and D. Even if you do some R and D, and you think about this, you know, even if he's thinking from about it from the the uh, from the angle of you know people committing suicide, and and I don't. I don't ascribe to that take that he, that he doesn't know what happened here, and I'll tell you why in a moment. Um, but even if it's coming from uh, uh, an angle of, you know, this is like we're trying to, you know, obviously like, uh, uh, you know, not promote suicide, all this stuff. This is legitimately, like literally putting a noose around somebody's neck. Yeah. If some people are on the edge, they'll buy one of these ties and they'll hang themselves with the tie. And you know why? Because they're already tempted. <laughs> they're already tempted to do it. Oh, they bought this tie design? Yeah. Oh, great. Now I have an out. Now I have a reason. If something goes bad, you know it's gonna happen. And that's sad, man. This that's like that's the worst thing. You know what I'm trying to say? It's one of the worst things that can happen. Yeah. But but doing a simple, little simple research, is this a good idea? Now, some people do things like that for shock value. But you would not expect it. You would not expect it from a black person, an African person. Now I know, and now I know that there's parts of Africa that sold slaves. But I also do know that nowadays, a lot of those parts of Africa are remorseful for what happened. But then also they realize that, hey, our ancestors then were looking for money. They were looking for status they were looking for stuff and that money that was provided by those you know by that was was um you know was one of those things that led them there also they were told you know by the colonizers that came to, to take the slaves they were told different things you know that that was going to actually happen to the people that left even though they did leave in chains uh you know what i'm trying to say so so but but they were told a different outcome would happen once the people made it to America. So you know, I don't I don't ascribe to the fact that he's you know that he did not know that because there was an interview that somebody did and I think he actually commented maybe on this uh, post that I have up right here or maybe one of the other posts and said that he knows the history of what happened in America. Yeah, right. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, he he knew the history that what of what happened in America. 
and he's sorry for that. And then he said some, you know, also, you know, about the, uh, you know, about the lynchings in America. Also, you know, about uh, the suicide, you know, all that stuff. So, so the thing is, he knew about that, um, and he created it anyway. You know, okay. There is, there is, there is no this this picture right here where he's smiling. Right. Come on, man. Come so, on. so let me play devil's advocate and uh, <laughs> and just ask a question. Go for Do it. Do you think? Okay, so we know what the rope symbolized for mm-hmm. Black Americans. Mm-hmm. How do you feel the N word is symbolized? Because we know where that one stems from, mm-hmm. and how does it symbolize in Africa? No, well, how does it oh, symbolize yeah. here? Because apparently we took that that word that was used for oppression, oppressing us here, mm-hmm. and we flipped it for a quote unquote something good to symbolize something brotherly, which I yeah. don't use it at all. Yeah, yeah. What if? What do you think? Maybe he's trying to do with these ropes is similar to what some black folks have yeah. did for the N word. I don't it know, could, man. It maybe could pretty much be on the same playing field if you really want yeah. to think about it. You're right about it, and and maybe he's trying to t- trying to draw a uh, you know a parallel. Um, this is the thing, though. Obviously, obviously, words that are written. And words that are said and recorded are much easily remembered than words that are just spoken. Because some a lot of times, unless you're directing those comments directly at somebody, uh, those words get, you know, those words get forgotten over the course of time. Um, uh, or the context that they're in makes it more acceptable even though you know saying that word you know isn't necessarily always acceptable right uh so so maybe he's trying to draw a parallel there but the 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 thing is this is a substantial like piece of something that 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 you can wear on your body that basically displays you know your style your fashion but also can bring up those those negative connotations, the negative mm-hmm. thought process, the history, you know, also the negative feelings about suicide, negative about, uh, feelings about lynching, you know, people being dragged around, you know, people being dragged like dogs. Like there's yeah. so much stuff that goes into this and the way it's designed. And I know, I know that when people uh, graduate from college, you know, sometimes they do have like the little rope thing that symbolizes their cool, their school or their frat or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's not this. This is literally shaped like a noose. Correct. So I, I think that while he may be trying to draw some kind of parallel, I think that it's completely misguided and it doesn't hit the same way. Because, like it or not, the word nigga is a pop culture word that is more widely used now, you know, among black time. people yeah. and everybody else, yeah. to be honest. And in music, and you look at Instagram posts or TikTok posts and stuff like that. Every rapper, you know, a, a lot of rappers' music has the word has the word in there. Mm-hmm. So you know, people just post it. I mean, you know, some random white dude that's like, you know, uh, in uh, Germany, you know, posting a uh, posting a you know like a a a, a Jay Z song with the word nigga in it. Like it's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. 
So the, the unfortunate part is, or, you know, or Minnesota, you know, try to say something like that. So the unfortunate part is it's going to happen, right? right. Um, but I think having this is, is more offensive. I think it's more offensive. So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something else that would also symbolize something like that. Um, you know, also symbolize something like that. Uh, uh, you know, that would be just as offensive to another uh, culture. I mean, what about? Okay, have you seen a Manila before? Manila folder? No, not a Manila folder. Manila, it's the same. It's a. It was used as a piece of currency to buy slaves in Africa. And if you look it up, it looks just like a. Kind of looks like a horseshoe. Let's see. Manila, Africa. What do you call it? Uh, uh, M A N I L A. Uh, African money. Yeah. Let's see. It was used by wife. So just look okay, up. I see. Here there we go. There you go. That right there. So that was used as like a, a form of like commodity to to purchase, you know, slaves in West Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's just say somebody came out with, I don't know, some chains or bracelet or something like that. Even though there are some places in Africa where some tribes use something similar to this. Uh, to wear but it's not on like a grand scale where people are buying this and selling it in in shops for fashion purposes so let's just Mm -hmm. say somebody came out with something like that do you think that would still be uh, as offensive as say the rope so something that was used to buy slaves versus something that was used to hang black folks so in America we probably wouldn't have a problem with this in Africa they would probably have a problem with this. But reading through this Wikipedia, uh, I can't see when the last time this was updated, but it does say in popular, let's see here. Uh, uh, where does it say here? Manilas continue to serve as money and a de- uh, decorative objects until late 1940s and are still sometimes used as decoration. Mm-hmm. Uh, in pop culture, they're particularly, they're particularly associated with the Atlantic State trade. So it says, if they're still sometimes used as decoration, it's still out there, so I don't know yeah. who's using it to decorate. Yeah, Maybe that's what I'm saying. With Portugal some of or Spain, still... but I think it would be. I think I think the history of of that in that part of the world obviously makes sense. Where it would be more offensive, probably, to people in West Africa uh, uh, compared to people in America. Mm-hmm. I, I I do believe that, and I think I think that is a, a regionally. Uh, uh, based or maybe like you know that part of the world you know based thing I think that I think the rope though I think the rope transcends location that makes any sense because while it while it is directly affected you know directly related to lynching you know black people here uh, but it's also directly uh, related to um, um, you know suicide everywhere right every you know every this is this is recognizable in every country in this in this design that this guy has made right so yeah i i I get where you're coming from um i think that that might just be you know more 
uh, uh, what's the word, more um, offensive there. But then again, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of something that may be like offensive to like, you know, an Asian culture. Uh, uh, you know, other than like somebody doing like the like the thing with their eyes, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Which, which when we were kids, like that was okay right but yeah nobody we told know. us any any different <laughs> like i could no. say i didn't know i didn't know my first uh asian person until like fourth grade mm-hmm. you know and you know before you see it on tv and stuff and, and you know nobody made a big deal out of it but now that you look mm-hmm. back on it as an adult you see that it's you know it's a wrong thing hell even when i was got to be in my teenagers and was starting to comprehend things better I saw that was wrong so mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah I don't yeah. know what else uh, I mean of course us two are not Asian so we can't really speak yeah. on what uh, what could be an offensive thing uh, yeah your wife though she got she, she yeah got, I mean she may know I mean, I'd, I'd yeah. call her in here but I have no clue where she's where she's at yeah it's all good yeah it's just one of those things you know i know that i know there's different like hand gestures that you could do that's offensive to people in other countries like thumbs up and like doing the the peace sign and things like that um i i don't know i guess you know okay so here we go so like the hitler like you know hail hitler symbol like things like that uh or oh okay yeah so like like the third right cross and all those things, like if it was a swastika symbol, mm-hmm. that would be extremely offensive to anybody who was Jewish. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So if somebody and I know this stuff is out there. So, you know, people, you know, who are idiots, you know, will wear those types of things as jewelry or will tattoo it on their arm, you know, or whatever. So, I mean, it's that that's out there. And I, I think that is something that would directly correlate to this. I don't know that. But that is but the, but see, this is the thing. And this I think this is the thing where those two match up is like that is still seen as highly offensive, you know, and people will get, you know, you get called out on it just like this. The problem with this is it's a black dude. It would be worse if it was a white dude. It would be bad if it was a white dude who came out with this, obviously. And it would be like the offensive train of, you know, just like like the Judaism thing. But then this is one of your own. That's what it seems like. Sometimes it'd be your own people, you know? Yeah. I I wonder how, what what are the, I wonder if these are selling, like, are they making a profit? Of course, the, of course, you know he's selling some. Like I don't know what the, what he's, how much he really selling, but you know he's got to be selling it, just off the sheer, just off the sheer, um, uh, uh, you know, novelty of it. Novelty of it, yeah, uh, and the shock value, uh, and also because there are people who were who were in the comments who were just like, you know what, you know, I respect you for your creativity or something or we're gonna support you brother or something like that this dude i don't know man it's it's a clown it's a clown show to me see it's clown african rope wear that's african rope wear yeah i mean eh, i don't know i mean i wouldn't wear one i don't see them as i honestly don't see them as super fashionable but hmm 
Man, He's 26 I'm, years I'm, old. I'm going sh- to yeah. be quiet. Because <laughs> now I'm, I'm wondering to myself, would these, if we didn't know the history of this, of the rope, and all the negative things that came into, came with a rope, would this be fashionable? Yeah, it'd be fashionable just because it's just like any other necklace. That's what we would think. <coughs> you know? Because cause like, cause like a necklace, you know? I mean, yeah. The only thing we've known about a necklace over the history of time is like people have worn them for jewelry. So there, there is, was never a like negative a connotation. This is a yeah. tie tie. Even the same thing. Like a tie has always just been a tie. There was never a negative connotation with the tie. You know? But the the... The fact that this is a rope shaped like a noose mm-hmm. is the problem. Yeah. If this was a rope tie, like a bolo, yeah, yeah, or just a tie, you know, like like the typical you know tie that you get, like those basic ties, but it's just mm-hmm. the shape of a rope. I think it would still be offensive then, but it would like if if the fashion designer actually fashioned it in the same way you tie a tie, maybe not. But there would still be people coming out after it saying that it's offensive yeah. because it's a rope around somebody's neck. I, I think we've I think we've had such a negative history with that in this country. Yeah. And really and really suicide overall. And there's so much suicide uh, awareness nowadays that I think that this is this dude should have went a whole different direction. As soon as he thought this, he should be like, nope, next idea. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think but maybe just, nobody ever would have heard of him. Possibly. Yeah. It's possibly it has all eyes on him now, so yeah. uh yeah. I, I, he's from what he says, I guess he was trying to turn a negative into a positive, but Yeah. Hey, maybe yeah, I'll stop commenting on it. Yeah. It's just ridiculousness. That's it all I gotta say about it. It is. Yeah. All right, well. Give a little, help a lot. That's what it says from one of the photos there. Come on, bro. Hey. See, in Africa, though, they'd be doing it different in Africa. Yeah. But you can't, you can't trust somebody with one of these hats on. That's what I've come to find out. People who wear these hats, like, what is it, like a, like a old, like a, what kind of hats are those? You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I see. I know people that wear them hats. Don't trust them always, man. Hey, man, I was going to give me a hat like that. Don't do not do it. Don't do it. There's, there's something up there. Yeah, my brain. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, buddy. All right. Yeah. Now, I could say something about them other hats with them big old bills, uh, the big round <laughs> ones that look like cowboy hats. I don't, I don't know if I trust those. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then also the people who wear those, like, the moms who wear those, like, military-style hats. You know, don't trust those either. Yeah, see them right there. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure about them. If it's a do rag, though, you can definitely trust it. <laughs> Especially, wow, dog ropes. Especially if it's a do rag, you know, from some dude named Ray Ray that you met at the Dollar General. That just say, "I want to get your number, your number. Your number. Get your number." Oh. Speaking of getting your number. Uh, tell the people voicemail. how they can leave us a voicemail. Yeah, we gotta get people. through these voicemail. voicemails. Three eight five three B L A K P C or three eight five three two five two five seven two is where you can give us a little shout out. Tell us what you think about these these ties, these rope ties. If you uh, just tell us your honest opinion about them, you know whether it be 
you know, this guy's completely ignorant to the fact or if he just did it for complete shock value, whether he's trying to bring a negative to a positive, I don't know. Just let us know what you think about him or if you think mm. about anything else. What other yes. uh, negatives would you like to see turned into a positive? Man, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll bench that. And you know what? We, we can't wait to hear what people say about that. But yeah, here's that first voicemail. Three... Two, one. Hey, y'all, it's Memphis Diva 99. First day back at work from vacation slash COVID. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was listening to y'all's show today while I was catching up on my 142 emails that I had to respond to. And uh, starting five podcasts, going to be starting four. Podcast because I am not, I don't want to date a youngin. I've dated young people, men, 10 years younger than me, and I'm still single. Although, once upon a time, I. Uh oh, sorry. Really like one, but he was in a situation. Yeah, he, he, he knocked on my door. Uh, on his wedding day, uh, I said, you know, go on and marry your, your sweetheart. I guess who you don't be trying to rebound with me <laughs> before I come to your wedding. But anyway, that didn't work. So, yeah, that was way long time ago. I'm gonna call y'all back. I just got mad. Hold on. I told that man to bring me some Pepsi and put them on my porch when I was sick with the sea. I'm going to call you back. Wow. So she did have somebody show up on their wedding day. Dang. On their wedding day. Wow. Um. I got to say, so so when she was talking about that, I thought about something. I saw this post, I think it was the past, within the past week or so, mm-hmm. uh, where somebody was like, you know, you want something fun and random to do? Attend somebody that you don't know's wedding, and at some point in time during the ceremony, stand up and yell, "I still love you," <laughs> and see what everybody says, and then take about five seconds and turn around and walk out. <laughs> you know, I actually know some people like that would actually do that. Really? I do. I oh, do. Man. I know some people, or knew some people. Wow, Man. that that would be funny. That would be hilarious. I'm sure you'd hear all kind of gasping. But then it's yeah. like, who would who would this particular person be talking to if it was a guy standing up? Would he be addressing? Ad- oh shit! Oh, addressing the the wife, the potential bride, or would he be addressing the groom? <laughs> that yeah, would get a, that would get a lot of looks from the people. Yeah, yeah, it, that would be funny. Uh, you know. That would be really funny, and yeah, it would be interesting to see, you know, who turned around, or like, or like if you just, you know, if you just got like the husband or the, you know, the guy's name or the girl's name, whatever it is, uh, and um, and yeah, just just busted out their name and say, Johnny, I still love you. Don't marry her. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, let's see here. I'm gonna do something real quick. Uh, Streamyard. Okay, 
Here we go. Uh, post that. All right, let me go to the next message. All right, next message coming up here. Three, two, one. talking about the first uh, the new one in the would you like is there anybody uh, okay. that y'all would like to call their names out five times to go to go beat up somebody oh, oh beat up somebody. that you don't like uh just don't care or, or <laughs> is that somebody whose name just goes up on the candy man board i say trick daddy <laughs> trick daddy you've been making some real crazy What just happened? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just blanked out. My bad. I like to call their names out five times to go, to go beat up somebody that you don't like, uh, yeah, we... don't care, or, or is that somebody whose name just goes up on the Candyman board? I say Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy, you've been making some real crazy statements. And I think Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy, did I say it four? I better just say four times because, yeah, okay. He needs to go on the Candyman wall. I also <laughs> like to put my ex-director, my ex-manager, and uh, COVID. Okay, then. Okay. All right. Who would you want to put on a Candyman board at this point? To to beat up? I guess so, yeah. Uh, hmm. That's a good question. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I have any ill will to anybody. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to that one. Who, who would you put on that? Mm. Mm. Maybe our governor. Yeah, Possibly. your governor. Our yeah, governor. Yeah. Uh, all the people that that let this pandemic get out of control. Yeah. That didn't believe it at first. That had some type of power to to uh, do something. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's the first ones that come to mind. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely those people. Uh, you know, Karens in general. We'll just say it like that. Just Karens in general. Yeah. Um, I think those are, I think those are the, the main ones that should be added uh, to that wall. There's probably a lot more, but 
as far as products that need to be added to that wall, definitely those rope ties. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that yeah, would be one thing yeah. uh, among many others. But yeah, that would be the main thing. So, yeah, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, I. So the new Candyman is out already. Yes, it is. Is it just in theaters or is it streaming as uh, well? I think it's just in theaters. Yep. Okay, so you haven't seen it yet? Not the new one. I've seen the the, the original three, mm-hmm. and I I enjoyed those. You know, I, I think Tony Todd, the original Candyman, is a was a great Candyman. I don't. I thought he was gonna play a little part in this new one. I have no clue. I think. I think he, he is because I saw okay. I thought I saw him on the cast list, but I might be wrong. Okay, yeah, but I thought okay. the first one, first three were were real good, and of course it, a lot of that stuff tied back to our previous subject of the ropes and uh, mm-hmm. and, and slavery, slavery time, racism type times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, I thought the first three were, were pretty good. His name, his name is on there. Uh, okay. His name is in the cast list, uh, and it looks like. Let's see what he does. Tony Todd. Um, let's see if it says what his role is in this one. I, I don't know. Actor. Eh. Eh. Candyman 2001. Daniel Robitaille. So I don't know who that is okay. compared to the regular person. But yeah, that's what I see. I see his name. Yeah, so Daniel, he's on there. Daniel Robitaille. He's a good actor. Hold on. I think that's the same guy. I'm thinking of. That that's his know. that's his character's name. Oh, you're talking about Daniel. Okay, I'm I'm thinking you're talking about the main actor uh, Oh no, his name is Yah Yahaya. Yah okay. Yah Abdul Mateen. Yeah, there you go. He I, I remember him playing and stuff. He's a good actor. I, I thought I mm-hmm. thought that was his uh his name because I always see really the main yeah. him in the commercials and stuff and thinking that was just that's who you were talking about. But yeah. yeah. Nah. Anywho. Anywho, yeah, well, you know, uh, one day I'll see it. One day I'll see it. Yeah, have you saw the I saw the original, yeah, I saw the original, the original one. The first one. Uh, Yeah, and that freaked me out. Yeah. That was crazy. I forgot when that came out. That came out along in the early 90s, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't remember, but yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, mm -mm. Nope, that freaked me out. Forget that. Yeah. So, he yeah, might he might be reprising his a portion of his role as the original Candyman in this movie. Okay. They might just be doing like little vignettes or flashbacks or something like that. That's what it yeah. looks like. So. Yeah. yeah, I actually watched the came out in 1992, the original Candyman. I watched that what maybe about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Still pretty good, man. Still pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One day. One day I'll watch it. One day I'll watch it again, the other versions of it, I guess. So, yeah, may as well. Yeah, one day. Anyway, all right, well, here we go. Next voicemail. Let's go ahead and get into that. Three, two, one. Y'all, it's me, Memphis Diva, driving home from work, and I, and I understand where y'all are coming from when y'all talking about the uh, long line. Right? 
How, how many times the SWAT thing would work? You'd have to maybe change cars often or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then people would stop. People be questioning their kid going to your kid's school if the SWAT car is always showing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, you know I'm trying to say so. Yeah, that's funny. All right, here we go. Next up. I see a flat booty. That's what it's about. Let them see yes. your fruit of the looms or your Calvin Klein's. Yeah, it's so funny. She said the club be full of married hoes and sugar daddies. <laughs> she right? Uh, it's true. 
Married hoes and sugar daddies. I like that. Uh, all right, here we go. Next up, three, two, one. Yo, it's me, Memphis Diva 99. First, I wanted to say, y'all in these puppies, y'all, or titles, lactation, y'all know damn lactation. well you're <laughs> lactating. Okay, y'all, y'all, anyway, um, so, Chest they feeding. got the crate challenge. America, what's wrong with y'all? Oh, I thought she said she did the crate challenge. Y'all, we need to do a challenge. I would like to do, have the men do a challenge. A penis challenge. What? You know, how they were doing the silhouette challenge. Man, why don't you do a silhouette of your Jimmy Jones, John John, sausages? That no. would be nice. Or, you know, why don't y'all do a, put some money in a crate? challenge and send it to me or yeah <laughs> well I would like to do a dating challenge like do fellas do y'all still take women on dates I ain't talking about the married people I'm talking about single people I mean I'm just saying y'all doing all these challenges America why don't you do a pure COVID challenge y'all I am paranoid mm. right now yeah. yeah. COVID just scared me. Oh, well, I guess I'll go get my mail out the mailbox. Uh, I'm sure it's some bills. Okay, yeah, bye. Yeah, I'm not sure that penis challenge is going to take over. But yeah, no, I don't think so. If it if it turns into a TikTok uh, a TikTok video, it will. So, who knows? Make a TikTok, Kayla. Let's see it. Um, you know. To hear more did something similar to that. Uh, yeah. A silhouette challenge with. <laughs> and to hear more, he's already like a, a little, he's a little overweight. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he had a can of biscuits, you know, them long biscuit cans. Uh-huh. And he did the whole silhouette and he just slowly raised the biscuit can up. So it looked like it was a, his penis getting erect. Oh wow! Yeah, it it was pretty funny. I thought it was funny. Okay, yeah, I see it right now. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so hey, that would be that's funny. the closest you could get to a penis challenge, a penis yeah. silhouette challenge. That's pretty funny. I would like to see a America get common sense challenge. Uh, America, pick up a book and learn something challenge. Yeah. Mm. I don't think that would take off, but. America, don't be a Karen challenge. Uh, here we go. Next up. Hey, y'all. This is me, Mrs. Diva. I'm having one of my Y days. So, why do some people, um, such as men, walk around with their pants hanging and then have a belt around their booty and then I get, then you showing your drawers? Like, what? what is it? What is it? <laughs> like, this documentary said that's like a prison thing for 
Same question about sagging the butt and yeah, uh, sagging the pants and yeah, uh, you know, in prison, yeah, it's a, it's a come get my booty call out. So, yeah. you know, do you want your booty on the menu all the time? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've heard a couple explanations, but yeah, uh, that's one of them. The other <laughs> one was um, <laughs> that <laughs> it came from hand me down clothes. You know, I, I can't, I'm just repeating what I heard. Don't quote me on this. Mm-hmm. Came from hand-me-down clothes. You get the hand-me-down clothes, the ones that's too big for you. Some of the kids, some of the young boys, they were way too big and they'd sag down. So mm-hmm. it was a, a poverty sort of situation. But yeah, I don't like it either way. I mean, you got belts. That's what you got a belt for. I know I've yep. had some hand-me-down pants before. and I've always had a belt to hold them up. So... I sagged back in the day. I don't I, do it anymore. Know, but I did sag. When I was like 17, it wasn't but, to the extreme that it is now where it's below your butt cheeks. Yeah, I never did that. I never got that low. No, nah, man. it was. They've even sold pants like that, I remember, back in high school where it was, It looked like it was sagging, but it's really around your waist. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's, that's right. So. But no, I don't. I don't get the sagging. I don't. I definitely don't get the skinny jeans. Cause that's just funny watching somebody you wear skinny jeans and they sagging and they're trying to run at the same time. <laughs> the funny. Okay, so the funniest thing, the funniest thing, is somebody wearing skinny jeans trying to walk fast or run. But they also just got a new pair of Jordans or Air Force Ones, and so they're not trying to crease the toe. <laughs> Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just see somebody running like that. It's so bad. They look, they look like a robot. You know, what I'm trying to say it's yeah, funny, man. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know about the infinities. Why people buying uh, busted up infinities? But maybe they're buying some cheap, like uh, you know, uh, used car infinities mm-hmm. uh, that are that are jacked up. I don't know. Maybe they trying. They just trying to come up, Kayla. They trying to do is they are trying to come up so they can. You know, holler at you for uh, for a uh, for a date. So here we go. Next up. Hey, hashtag Black Out Podcast. It's me. This is Stephen ninety nine, but y'all don't call me that no more. Y'all just say Kayla. Hey, I'm coming to y'all at eight o'clock a.m. Memphis Tennessee time. One of my wild segments. Oh, yes. 
Goed dood. Colors of Benetton hair. So, yeah, man. So, people waking up early in the morning and buying beer and drinking it throughout the day. I mean, there is that saying, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? True. Um, that is true. I don't know, man. I, so, I was at the barbecue competition yesterday. We had to get there at six in the morning because that's like the, uh, you know, like the load in process. Like, that's when you set up and stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, so, you know, I know we. I woke up at like 4.15 to drive where we had to go. And then, um, you know, throughout the competition, you know, whatever happens. But I do have a couple barbecue friends that were like cracking beers at like 9 in the morning. It's like, bro, it's too early. They're like, yeah. Jared, you want one? I was like, no, no. Nah, B. No, call, talk to me in like two hours when, when you know, when I'm, I'm about done with, with what I need to do. But no, nah, I've seen people like that. Also, going to Las Vegas, it don't matter what time of day it is. You're going to find oh, yeah. a place to get a drink and, you know, get a drink early in the morning. I mean, this is the thing, though. People get up early and they drink beer and you say stuff, but you don't say anything about nobody getting a peach bellini, you know, or a Bloody Mary for breakfast or brunch. You know, that happens. It's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't speak on it because I don't, I don't even much drink. So Unless it's somebody walking down the street with a paper bag. True. And that old and, e. uh, you know, I could recall some some summer spending spending time with a certain relative that lived down Martin Luther King Boulevard in Houston, <laughs> and I would I would walk to the to the <laughs> to the gas station. I already know. I already know. I, I walk to the gas station uh. and and see, you know, guys out there. I know what they had in that paper bag. Early in the morning, getting getting full, you know. Early in the morning, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah, I I could definitely see that. Some yeah. people, but yeah, you already know who I'm talking about. I already know, man. I already know. Yeah, it's it's wild. I remember going. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember we were at Aunt Bernie's house for you know one of those family thing, uh, barbecue whatever, and uh, who is it? I think. I can't remember why we went to the corner store to pick up something. Maybe it was to pick up a drink for somebody or something like that, or, or pick up a, uh, I don't know, buy something for somebody, or maybe we just were getting stuff for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I remember buying a can of, uh, it was one of those, it was one of those old like malt beverages drinks, like before they had the Smirnoff Isis and things like that. It was like an energy drink before they had energy drinks. Uh, it just had like a cool can, a cool name, but it was an alcoholic malt beverage, right? And I bought it for yourself. Uh, yeah, I bought it. And I was like twelve. I can't remember what. I can't remember how old we were, but we were we were young, too young to buy alcohol. We'll just say it like that. The dude at the store sold it to us. We walked out the door. 
I remember walking back and cracking it open and having a drink because it was like, I don't know, it was supposed to be like like strawberry or watermelon flavor or something like that. And I drank it and started to burn my throat. I was like, ah, this stuff is hot. It's, it must be bad. And you're like, hey, let me have some. So I gave it to you. You drank it. You're like, I like it. <laughs> you kept it. And then later on, come to find out that it was actually an alcoholic beverage. Man, I can't remember the name of it. I kept it and I drank it all? Yeah, the, the brand is not wow. around anymore. Yeah, wow. but you kept it and drank it. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I guess that memory just got wiped away. You know, because it, 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 the, the problem is it was like in the section with the sodas and the juices. You know? So the store owner probably just didn't know it all either. Maybe he didn't. Because it looked you know? fun. But also, that's the hood. That's MLK. Yeah. So, back then, there wasn't no, there wasn't no stickers on the thing that said, we, you know, we ID. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, they would just sell it. You know? So, so if, if they didn't really care like that, they would just sell it. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, last email. Last email. Here we go. Hey, y'all. This is Mr. Steven, 99. I'm at home still, and it's like 2. 40 a.m. and I'm just up uh, uh, watching TV and uh, today I went to my favorite store, my lab, General. And uh, <laughs> there's a rash of Dollar General burglaries. They are, there's a loom in the back of the store, I guess, how to get their products. They have to open the door and the people are cutting the room doors, cutting a hole in them, in the doors, and robbing the store. But guess what? They're 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 stealing out of Dollar General cigarettes, <laughs> cigarettes. So my question to you is: If you had a chance to buy, if you were bad, okay, because y'all good guys, Bruh. but if you was bad guy, what would you steal out of Dollar General? I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna take all the batteries. <laughs> all, the batteries, all the batteries. All I like the snacks, batteries. Um, <laughs> the, uh, any electronic stuff they got. But then, I don't know. I, I probably would, but I love uh, the uh, moisture type soap. You know, like blood and all this stuff. I'll probably take some of that too. So, mm-hmm. if you had a chance, if you were bad and you were a criminal, what would you take out of Dollar Generator? don't know what Jill squad is then you must not have heard our last episode with Dan from the starting five where he had a nice little slip of the lip and uh, he said Jill squat instead of Jill Scott and that episode definitely took off from there Mm -hmm. wow okay so yeah thank you so much Memphis Diva 99 thank you Kayla Uh, so so yeah if you were bad uh, what would you steal from Dollar if I was General? Bad. I mean, I like the idea of stealing all the batteries. I like the yep. batteries. I'd, I'd probably take me some batteries too. Can't get enough <laughs> of double A. Uh, but. Especially those brands that they have. It just has like the Bobcat on it. 
It's like, who, who came up with this it's brand? It's like a, a bobcat and a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> lightning bobcat. Badass. Uh, tell you what, all them little Debbie, Debbie cakes would be gone. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time I've been to the Dollar General? Jesus. Uh, yeah, all them little, all the snacks, little Debbie cakes would be gone. Uh, mm-hmm. What else is in Dollar General? Is there an electronic section? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's like, uh, we call it like... Uh, Something that'll last yeah. a week and that's it. Yeah, it's the stuff that you find. It's the stuff that doesn't make it to, mm-hmm. like, Marshalls, uh, you know, and Ross, like, in the little like the headphone section. Yeah. And then they, and they also have, like, the stuff that isn't quite enough quality to be, like, in the dollar spot at Target or Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like those little body fans. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say this on a rope around your neck. Uh-oh. Yeah. I just I said it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. What else, man? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think the last time. I've been to a family dollar. That's the same, pretty much the same thing. They have like the little like one packs. What was one that my mom used to call them skein. It's just like one little, one little uh, 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 section of a pack of like Oreos. You know, like it comes mm, in three yeah, sections. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like they have like a skein of those cookies, <laughs> and they're like grandma's cookies or something like that. And they have chocolate, vanilla, or the chocolate vanilla combo combination. Combo. Yeah, and I don't you know, know what man. them cookies. Them cookies is the ones that made black people and white people, you know, want to love each other. Because those cookies show that, you know, even Inter- though you might be two yeah. different flavors, we could come together. together. Tastes mm-hmm. good together. Make Put little that, make that cream right between little interracial cookie babies. Uh, come together, make the cream, and you make some deliciousness. There you go. I don't know, man. They'll probably be all snacks. All yeah. cheap snacks. Anything I could fit into the back of my truck. Yeah. All cheap snacks. That's it. Oh man. I'm trying yeah. to think. So if I was bad, I, I would. If I was bad like that, I would take um, all the Snapples, because you know they have mm. like the Snapples that have been at the true. regular stores for a long time, true, true. and then they pass them off to Dollar General because they're like on the last month. Uh, so I'd take all the Snapples. Uh, I would take the board games that are like mm. that, because you know they always have a few, like a couple of handfuls of board games that are like the actual brand name board games, yeah. not like the random. Name so I take all the little Milton Bradley board games and bunch sell of them packs of Uno. Money. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all the packs of Uno. I would sell all of those because you you buy them there for two dollars a pack. You could flip them for like you know eight dollars. And then um, and then uh, Prairie Bell sausage. Do you know what Prairie Bell sausage is? Sounds familiar. The little it's like a little yellow and red can. It's like old school. Uh, they're like in a Vienna sausage style can. Okay. It's like this little white boy on the front, and it's like this old timey. <laughs> Yellow and red candy. You open okay. them up, and the sausage is like this dark red color. Let's see if I can pull them up. Uh, mm. But they sell them. They sell them at Dollar General. Uh, Prairie Bell sausage. There it is. Prairie Bell smoked sausage. Yeah, let me share this. You, uh, man, this is this is delicious. Share screen. Share screen and a tab. Bam. Prairie Bell sausage. You seen these before? Uh, I seen the can. I didn't have them before though. Bam! Opie Taylor. Look at that. Opie Taylor. That's his real name. I don't know. I just made that up. But I remember oh. Opie Taylor's one of the things that they said about you know white dudes that look like that. Oh man, they sell milk at Kroger. 
Walmart, Amazon. I might have to order some. I'm going to tell you what. But Dollar General is where I found them. A uh, dollar each. They're uh, probably the worst possible thing that you could eat. Um, oh, my God, yeah. They're pretty bad. Vienna sausage. You used to eat Vienna. I'm pretty sure it's on the same. same. Uh, it's the same level, man. Same level. But yeah. Vienna sausage, man, I used to, ooh. Tear up some Vienna sausage and some, mm-hmm. some can of sardines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. people look at me like I'm in Super Pope. Would you eat them together? No, no, not together, but oh, they'd be okay. separate. We go on fishing trips. We just have a little mm-hmm. bag full of Vienna sausage and sardines and, mm. and a, I don't know, a Pepsi, Coke, whatever. We'll get a, whatever kind of soft drink and mm-hmm. a honey bun. Definitely a honey bun got to go with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that sounds like a good little good little fishing trip to me. Yeah. So you see this right here on the screen. This is the typical prayer belt sausage uh, lunch. Uh, some chips, prayer belt sausage, uh, and then also, I don't know what this conglomeration of stuff on the side is here, but uh, yeah. Uh, and this is from a foodie expert level number five that did this review. Mm-hmm. There's the inside, some conglomeration of meats and other fillers that you have no clue of and then look at the juice it looks like uh, somebody smoked uh, some uh, some uh, 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 chicken broth and mixed it with a little bit of uh, spit from uh, from a from a tobacco can okay that's what it looks like it tastes delicious though and then let's see here it tastes if you put it on the grill bruh these would be so good also, if it gets a little, if it gets a little cold, you see how it like congeals on the lid. Yeah, it comes yeah. out like a sludge, like a slimy sludge. Oh yeah, but, I remember that. Yeah, just like the Vienna sausage, but uh, but you can see where this reviewer is from, Petal, Mississippi. So oh, my yeah. dad, my dad used to love these because it was like a, you know, it was like a thing, a prairie belt. I mean, it sounds country, uh, so it was like a thing there, and that's how we, you know, were introduced yeah. to them. But I bet they'd be good on a grill. I'll tell you what they are good on. In a sandwich with some cheese melted. I remember them. I could taste that sandwich right now. Ah, I miss that so much. It's so good. Even though they're they're really bad for you. They're delicious. So I would take those. And then the Zero Candy Bars. You know what? That was one of the gray. Like a silver packet. Silver Silver and blue. I remember. I never had one of those. You know what? So what's wild is... um, a, that's my favorite candy bar. B, yesterday when we were driving back from the barbecue competition, my teammate was driving. He wanted to stop at the gas station for a couple snacks, so we stopped, and I got one. Uh, and then um, C, yeah, man, that was normally like the only place you would find them. Now you can see them more in stores. But uh, yeah, it's like like white fudge uh, wrapped up around some like chocolate nougat, mm. caramel, and peanuts. The most random thing. Interesting. I don't know why, but that's my favorite candy bar. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. What's your favorite candy bar? Uh man, growing up it was whatchamacallits. Okay, yeah. Uh, Hundred Grand, mm-hmm. Nestle Crunch. Um can you can you consider Reese's peanut butter cups candy bar? Yeah. They're candy, mm-hmm. but it's not a candy bar bar. Yep. And Milky Way and Three Musketeers. Yeah, nice. that's the the, the yeah, I think I think you can consider Reese's as well. No, maybe you can't consider it as a candy bar because it's legitimately not a bar. Yeah, it's just cups, cups of 
It's peanut just like butter a, and chocolate. It's like a confection. Yeah. It's like a flat chocolate truffle mm. with frills. Yep. Oh, Mr. Goodboy. Mr. Goodboy. Mm, yeah, yeah. I used to love some whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit mm-hmm. was the jam back in the day. Um, yeah, whatchamacallit. I used to love those. Uh, Kit Kats, always. Mm, Mr. Goodboy, yeah, it was good. Uh, let's see here. Um, trying to think. Like I said, Zero was my favorite. Three Musketeers and uh, and uh, Milky Way were two of my sneaky favorites. Even though they like, it was like it was like Three Musketeers was great, but Milky Way was like the cherry on top because it had it's basically the same thing, but it had, had the caramel. caramel. Yeah, and then uh, and then Baby Ruth uh, also used to love some Baby Ruth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, hundred grand were cool. I I only got those like on Halloween though. That's like the only time I ever got those for some reason. I guess. Um, but yeah, man, that's a, that's a lot of good, a lot of good stuff. But I'll tell you what, man, that chocolate that we had in Hawaii, that was good. That was some good chocolate. Yeah, we we ate all that. It's like it had like a hint of coffee mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tastes a little bit of the fruit. Of course, I had to put it in a refrigerator to get it to harden up because when you melt it, it just it melted like it melted, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Bruh, it was pretty good. You ever heard of this? It's called a, a who's a what's it? Mm mm. That's like your whatchamacallit, but it's called a who's a what's it? Who's a what's it? <laughs> wow. That's interesting. There you go. It's a Hershey, uh, Hershey Land, so you can get it there. Um, yeah, man, people out there. In the world, what are your can what are your candy favorites? You know, what would you steal from from Dollar General or Family Dollar or I don't know, fact of that matter, any store if you were bad, or what have you stole since you were bad? Um, Interesting. Yeah, I remember there was a long-standing love of Butterfinger because of Bart Simpson. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, did, those two. They did that that long uh, commercial series with Bart Simpson, you know, saying nobody lay better lay a finger on my butterfinger. So, PB Max, did you have those? I don't even know what that is. Peanut butter Max. Yeah, PB Max, those were good. It was like some kind of like, like some kind of graham cracker style oh, on the bottom, yeah, top of chocolate those. peanut butter. I yeah. remember those. Yeah, I was a fan of those, big time. Thingamajig. So there's a who's a what's it, a whatchamacallit, and a thingamajig? Man, they tripping now. Nah. Oh, also, I know you said something about the honey buns. Yeah, Little Debbie Snacks. I would be ganking. Uh, ganking. I mean, I said gank. That's back in the day. Yeah. I would be t- I would be ganking all of the Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies. They'd be gone. i take all the boxes. All of them. What if they let you loose in, like, Costco or Sam's and just let you run wild? And you just, like, you just have a shopping spree? Yeah. Man, midnight shopping spree, just you by yourself. I would, I would take. First of all, I would take like one of their ref, one of their freezers. It's not on <laughs> just, sale normally. Just the freezer. I would take the freezer and I would stuff it with all of the meat that I could, all of the brisket and meat, uh, and some ice cream. Uh, and then, uh, so that would be that would be a. Then I would take. I wouldn't take all the paper towels. So you'd have to roll there with the U-Haul. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I would go to their, I would go to their, um, their garage section and get like all those like really cool, uh, you know, like 
garage, uh, we call it like toolbox and storage sets. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I would take those. Uh, I would take like all the pallets of, uh, or I'd take a couple pallets of charcoal. Um, I would take uh, other consumable food. I would take the vitamins that are like basically vitamin C because that's the stuff we buy there a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I would get. I would get like some iPad, phones, uh, computers, um, obviously a couple TVs, sound systems. I mean, I don't know, man. I would, I would go a little crazy. I get one of them jackets in there because their coats last last for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> oh man, I go to the book section and get those books that I always want to buy, but I never actually pull the trigger when I'm there. Wow, I don't know, man. It, it would it would be a wild a wild shopping spree up in Costco. Though I, I wouldn't really get any food that would go bad soon, like any fresh food, mm-hmm. because you know, I mean, maybe I would, you know, just like a like a thing of strawberries because we'd eat them right away. But I wouldn't like get a bunch of that. I would get like like the high price stuff that I always look at and walk by. I would even get like a playset in the backyard, even though my kids don't be like playing no more like that. Yeah, I get one just because. Just for you. Yes. What about you? I would probably do pretty much the same thing. Definitely hitting up all the snack out. Knowing I don't need this stuff, but I just have a sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. Peanut M&Ms would be gone. Chocolate covered raisins would be gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so all that. Definitely electronic section. TVs. Mm probably don't need that many TVs but I would probably take all the TVs so I could resell them yeah uh, don't know how I would get a couch in the side inside uh, <laughs> my my vehicle whatever I'm yeah, taking yeah. maybe some mattresses <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah definitely hitting up the the frozen food section the meat section give mm-hmm. me a lot of seafood why not just go yeah just let me pack up the whole store, man. That's yeah, so funny. Let me just pack it all up. Wouldn't have any Take space for any of this. It'd just be sitting in my garage and rotting away. But you know, I'd figure out how to do something. You could find a way to flip it. Yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't need to keep it. True. Very, you know. Very true. So what if you went to like a Home Depot or Lowe's? And you know they have all those big Christmas and Halloween decorations, you know, like the like the Frosty the Snowman that's like you know two and a half stories tall. You know what I'm trying to say, the blow up things. Mm-hmm. If you got let loose in a Home Depot or or or, uh, or Lowe's, what type of things would you buy Ooh. during one of those holiday seasons? Winter, I mean, sorry, like Christmas time or Thanksgiving time or uh, what's the other one? It's uh, Halloween. What, what would I, you What would you grab? Or any time? You mean like ju- just decorations or anything? Uh, yeah, anything, anything. I just called those out because for some reason I think I would get some of those. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably go for that too. I, I'd get definitely get a, a large frosty, maybe a something scary that's way too overpriced for me to get. Uh. Yeah, so I'll just stick with with that for now. Definitely some lights. Always need some lights. We got so much lights. I don't even put them all up every year. But uh, yeah, give me some lights. Yeah. 
may as well grab a refrigerator while I'm at it. Uh, knowing it's probably not on sale. Um, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a tough Any one. projects or anything like that that Man, you would... Uh... I get so many. I'd get every power tool I'd need that I don't have. And then more. Grab me a bunch of wood since it's overpriced already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hit up the, the rental department and just grab something from there. Wouldn't rent it. Just take it. <laughs> just take it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just take it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I think that would may, might be it. No? Maybe hit up the... the what, what do you call that? The... The plant department. Get me some, give me some trees, some starter trees to plant in my okay. yard. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, trying to think a little bit, you know, about the environment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it'd probably be so much stuff I'd end up getting that I probably wouldn't use. Go to the plumbing department. Give me some stuff that I wouldn't need. Uh, give me a new lawnmower. I think they sell those. Uh, those car. Those, pushless lawnmowers the ones where you could just set it up on your your phone and let it run mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah get one of those one of those uh those auto mowers yeah one of those those so. things those things are cool man yeah no those but i'm sure cool. somebody would probably steal it out my yard while it's running but yeah yeah you know yeah something like probably. that. probably something like that yeah that's funny that's um cool. what you what you got Wow. So from Home Depot and Lowe's, yeah, definitely power tools, you know, like one of like a really nice tool set, tool chest, just like uh, or, you know, like a tool wall set up, you know, like we like we talked about for Costco, Um, you know, similar to you. I would definitely get one of those extra large, scary, uh, uh, you know, things to blow up and stand outside or one of those things you walk by and it's like a big crypt keeper. It's like, Mm. (laughs) you know, I would get that. Uh, uh, and 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 also a two-story tall Santa Claus and Frosty the Snowman uh, to go outside to blow Two-story tall Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also get one of those uh, 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 you know battery power generators and some solar panels oh, to stick too. on it, so I could use that to power the Santa Clauses and the Frosties and the and the yeah. other things outside. Now uh, here's the question: Would you get it with the music and face it towards your neighbor's way? Mm-hmm. So she could come over and say that you need to remove the, the bark out of your, uh... out of my dog collar, yeah, uh, out of my dog throat. Yeah, I really would. Uh, I would get the Ryobi one because I've seen those, or they have a Dewalt one too. That's like mm. a boombox. <laughs> I would get that and specifically place it set up like that. Um, no man, yeah, uh, it's yeah. I, I would get. Once again, I would get barbecue essentials. You know, just like the other place, wood, charcoal, you know, like things like that. Um, uh, maybe there's like a grill or two that I would get from one of those places. Oh, wow. I'm trying to think. Um, uh, I would get a riding. Well, no, I would I would say I get a riding lawnmower. But the one like you said, you know, the automower, I get one for the front and one for the back mm-hmm. because and the only reason I would do that is because if you get one of them and you have a fence, you basically have to cut a hole in your fence so the one can cut your whole yard. True. That's true. Yeah, so so I would do that. I would get two. I program them each, one for the front, one for the back, and let them ride. Um, I'm trying to think what else, man. Uh, ah, wow. There's so much stuff, you know, so much stuff. 
so much. I would I would get a shed. You know how they have those sheds like yeah. in the parking lot yeah, yeah. you could just get built. I would just get one of those like the most sturdy one that I like uh, and just bring it. You know, like the wooden kind. Just bring it and set it up in my backyard. You already have a shed, so you don't need one. Hey, so, you may as well get another one. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I would get that. I'm trying to think what else they have in there. Um, I would buy one of the. I would, I would buy. I would get one of those torches that you could connect to the to the to the propane tank, mm-hmm. and like you can make a blowtorch just so I. Because I like you know I don't know I like fire. So why not? Uh, <laughs> Just like fire. <laughs> I would, uh, I don't know, man. Oh, I think I would get a lot of fertilizer and mm. and weed and weed and feed because those are the, the most annoying things to buy. Fertilizer and weed and feed. I would get those. So yeah, man, I think that would be the gist of it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think that's it. So, Wow. Okay, well, hey, um, thank you for that topic, uh, 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 Memphis Diva. Trying to figure out what we would take. So, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out this topic here, because you know, sometimes these rappers, you know, be out here taking people names and putting them down, you know, and just make sure they write a song about them later. So, right now, we have two rappers who just dropped music, uh, you know, and they uh, have had opposing views, so to speak, uh, <laughs> in, their, in their time frame, uh, uh, even though they have been friends as well. Um, so we have, uh, uh, you know, Kanye West dropped the Donda and Drake dropped the CLB, Certified Lover Boy. How much have you heard of either album and what are your impressions? Uh, I've heard all of Donda's. I listened to that one twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Certified Lover Boy that just came out a couple days ago. Uh, I tried Yesterday. to power through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to power through it on Friday. It was tough because I'm I'm not a Drake fan per se. Whenever he's on his Lover Boy type stuff and mm-hmm. lovey dovey whatever there was like a few songs i liked and then there was like others that are just it just wasn't for me mm-hmm. so i don't think i finished the album i'm gonna have to revisit it next week sometime just to just to do it just to say i gave it a fair listen but you know i i, I like the donda album uh i don't want to compare it to like his earliest stuff but i see where he was going with this especially you know trying to make music that his mother would listen to i think that's what he said uh random rams rob just, just posted the comment what's Uh-oh. up <laughs> what up b rob uh, we all love that too so yeah um yeah but o- overall i think it was i i thought the uh the don album was pretty good uh I didn't. I didn't care for the certified lover boy on the first impression, but I'll, I'll revisit it. Mm-hmm. So I've only listened to one song from uh, Donda uh, because I just I just started listening to Certified Lover Boy last night. So only listened to one song from Donda, and that was Kanye and Andre 3000. Mm-hmm. So that was the Kanye diss toward Drake, uh, apparently, and then Drake's diss toward Kanye was from the 7 a.m. on uh, Bridal Path. 
Um, so okay. I, I uh, you know, I listened to to that, and I listened to I think all the Certified Love Boy. I think I finished like maybe the last song before we started talking today. Um, Donda, oh yeah, three hour show. Uh, we'll 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 talk about that in just a mm-hmm. second. So yeah, so basically, um, I did honestly, I did like the Certified Love Boy, and I don't think Drake was on his lovey dovey for most of that. Honestly, I, it sounded then, like he was, but I could I, be wrong. I don't know. I, I don't think he was. I do think though something that caught me about his uh, his tra- his album was on a lot of the songs. He had a beat switch somewhere during the song, Very somewhere Travis in the middle Scottish. of the song. Yeah, yeah, and he did have Travis Scott actually on the song. But uh, yeah, um, and I think some of those beat switches turned out really well. Some of them I actually wish that he had actually kept the same beat throughout the whole one. I think, actually, I think the one with Travis Scott on was called like Fair Trade, uh, and he started out with a uh, oh man, I can't remember who the rapper is who made the beat on that, but it was dope. Uh, but the cool part was on that song, they, um, maybe it's that song, maybe it's another song. They, uh, uh, you know, they had like a real good call out to like UGK, uh, you know, and they, they basically, they basically copied their, uh, you know, their rapping style and like, like maybe like four words from one of the songs. If I wasn't rapping baby, I would still be, you know, uh, and then they started. They started on on a different tangent, but I thought it was dope. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought overall it was really good. I thought the beat switches were nice uh, in most places, uh, and the features were mainly good. Now I haven't seen. Uh, oh yeah, Project Project Pat. Yeah, Project Pat was on there. So I hadn't I hadn't heard of all of Kanye's yet. But yeah, Three uh, R Show says Don is a greatly produced album, but a poop performance by Kanye, um, which I did see. Drake does love his son. Uh, <laughs> Sounded like he was talking about multiple kids. Does he yeah, have does. multiple kids? I don't know. As far as we know, know, we just had, he just has one. But the funny thing is, the cover art for it, the cover art is uh, you know it looked like a bunch of pregnant mamas. Uh, and then yeah, how about Project Pat on there? Yep, saw Project Pat on there. So yeah, man. So I don't know, man. I, I thought I thought it was good. I thought the diss track from Kanye uh, was also good, but. Kanye basically only rapped for half of that because the first half was Andre 3000 and the second half was uh you know second half was Kanye. So I don't know what do you what what is your what is your thought and maybe even B-Rob you can answer this. What is your thought about um about adding another individual into your diss track for somebody else? Cuz really it's you versus them. But then if you bring somebody else on, does that say that you're teaming up? Does that say that you can't, You is that say you don't have enough content uh, on your own? Or does that say that this person maybe has the same feelings toward them? So, no, well, Adam the in. thing is, I don't, I don't think Andre 3000 knew that Kanye was gone at Drake. Mm, okay. So I think Kanye just put him on the, on the song just to have him on the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think he he made it clear that oh yeah this my part my verse is gonna be about Drake. Mm-hmm. So uh, if that was the case, I don't think uh, Andre would have would have jumped on. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see here, three R show. Let's see what you say. It's an awkward situation for the other person if they're not beefing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would I mean, that, that's right. What you yeah. say, man, that makes sense. Um, 
And I, I don't think know, he man, said I, he actually uh-huh. was supposed to be on certified level boy as well. Was Andre three thousand, yeah. Oh dang, yeah. Uh, so I'll that really would have been look. awkward. Yeah, that would have been real awkward. Uh, I would have had to go back, but it would have been funny though if they were both on each. If he was on both of their diss tracks with the other person without knowing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think it's, I think it's you know childish having somebody to jump into your fight without you know without you really putting up a full fight. Uh, and yeah, I do think it's an awkward situation for that person. Um, Sounds like the Royce the Five Nine situation. You know, yeah. But like, I, I don't know, man. I think that I think that you know, if Kanye wanted to diss, he should have just straight up all himself one track, just like that. Um, but I, I'll have to go back and look at that certified lover boy and see if Drake had anybody uh, on his track for that. Because um, let's see, he he just might have. He just might have. Let's see here. Uh, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. There you go. So now we all know where Drake lives. It's a Bridal Path. Um, you know, uh, uh, up in Toronto, I guess. Um, trying to see. Because I don't want to go to the video. I do want to go to something that will tell us more information uh oh so I guess it just switched off the tab so let me uh this is what I, I did think was kind of we funny uh, so Kanye bought a bunch of billboards in Toronto to advertise his album right as uh, Drake was releasing uh, his okay that's funny cause what, did, you, did you see what Drake did Drake actually <clears throat> He actually advertised in all of the towns or all of the cities and where, where uh, I guess his features mm-hmm. grew up. Yeah. So like yeah, in Houston, yeah. he's like he's like you know, like uh, Houston's what do they call it? Beyonce, um, or not Beyonce, Travis Scott. I guess he, he said whatever whatever the nickname some people you know people knowing Travis Scott for in Houston. Okay. Um, uh, they had him there. In New York, they said he's like the goat is on CLB, like you know, in different parts of the country he had that, and the world really wherever those people were. Gotcha. So that's that, that's interesting that Kanye did that. So obviously that's a that's a strike right back then. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. Uh, Kanye did have, Kanye did have a uh, have a uh, interesting. Um, you know, had, had an interesting like feature, I guess you would want to say, or like audio clip in uh, in that track that he did with Andre 3000. It was DMX at the end of it. Say, you know, it was like daddy's home or, you know, it's going to be all right, baby, or whatever. Like DMX actually talking to his kid, uh, you know, from an old video. So that was interesting to, to hear that um, because you can imagine DMX's voice and the whole scenario uh, playing mm-hmm. out. Um, so... Yeah, so it's it's sort of sad to sort of hear that, you know, obviously with the fact that DMX passed. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. B. Rob says he prefers "He Eats with Wolves" by Sir John Lee. Oh Definitely yeah, always a, a great album. Yeah, everybody should check out. Yeah, still waiting and, on that new album. Mm-hmm. The thing we'll is, when that comes out. Yeah, the, the, what's so funny about that is, um, what's so funny about that is. Sir John Lee actually, uh, 
he actually posted something. Oops. Here we go. He actually posted something uh, just, uh, I guess, last night or something like that. Shout out to him. Um, that said that, you know, after listening to Drake and Kanye's album, you know, he's excited and he's also not ready to, like, put his album on pause. So, you know, I guess before, you know, maybe he would have, uh, you know, maybe he would have, uh, you know, had different thoughts and wanted to uh, delay the start of his album or the release of his album. Right. But in this case, uh, he doesn't. So, you know, I think he it seems like he has like some more confidence going. So that's a good thing. Um, so, yeah, man, hopefully he does continue to, to build and grow and make that. So, yeah, I don't see I don't think anybody else is on this because I think it yeah it shows the feature. So, yeah, Drake. Did his 7 a.m. on Bridal Pass all by himself. So, Kanye, you should have done that, too. You shouldn't have brought somebody else into the scenario. Oops. So, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely do prefer He Eats With Wolves because that was some great music. Is some great music. Yes, so, yes. anyway... Anyway, well, uh, now uh, is that time of the show where Jay would normally cue some Careless Whisper by George Michael. Uh, you know, and if you're listening to the audio podcast version, you'll hear that come in at some point in time. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, just imagine Careless Whisper playing in your ears. Um, and yeah, this is how we tell the people to tap their love box. So, if you... Um, if you... Uh, uh, you know, are a certified lover boy. You know, if you're too sexy, you know, for your shirt, for your shirt, tap your love box. If you are too sexy for a, a rope tie around your neck, <laughs> tap your love box. Uh, as B. Rob says titty. in the chat, yes. <laughs> if you have careless titty meat, I don't know why that, but tap your love box. Oh man. Oh wow. If you uh. If you have ever had a Karen come to your door and you've clapped back at her as she was Karening you, tap your love box. If you've ever had a Karen to tell you to take the bark out of your dog, tap your love box. What is the tap? Did she say the bark? She or the literally bark says box? she literally said she said that my daughter and son-in-law had to take the barker out of her dog. The barker. Because he was he barked too much. I'm gonna tell you what, like I said earlier, I'm not a really a fan of dogs, and like my dog is like, you know, whatever. I know he's annoying, things like that, but that is cruel. And the only animals that I do cruel stuff to is beef, pork, and chicken, and fish. Sometimes rabbit and duck. <laughs> That's right. about it. All but right, yeah. All right. But that, the cruelty is just cooking them and eating them. I guess that's not cruel at all. But yeah, that's what she said. That's ridiculous. Um, if you have ever walked through a Dollar General store and um, thought about all the things that you would steal, if you, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if you could, if you were bad, if you were a bad boy like that, then uh, yeah, tap your love box. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. If, uh... <laughs> <laughs> if Kawhi, you, would do his hand. what'd you say? I just read what B-Rob posted oh. uh, about the the Drake I'm Too Sexy video. Kawhi knew what to do with his hands, and he tapped his love box. I guess you're right. <laughs> Kawhi's awkward. 
if you think it's crazy that DJ Academic is threatening Meek Mill by saying he know where his son lives, tap your love box because them be more than fighting words. Them be like, wait, DJ Academics is threatening Meek Mill? Yeah, saying I know where your son lives. So that sounds like a threat to me. I don't know if it looks good for DJ Academic because he doesn't is he? give off these tough guy vibes at all. Is he a gangster? He's an internet gangster because he's been hanging out with Takashi Snitch Nine. So mm. that that's where he gets his, his gangster from. He's on his gangster-ish? Mm-hmm. Like, like just like that Drake album? Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to tell you something about DJ Academics in a second. Uh, but yeah, I, that, I think that's off, man. I, I don't think that's cool. You can't do that. No. You don't bring the kids in there unless you are a true mob boss. You know, or Yakuza or something like that. But hey, maybe he is and we just don't know it. You know, maybe his uh, little, uh, you know, uh, uh, brown uh, doughboy persona is, uh, you know, just a a farce, you know, like in the front. But no, so it's funny because I saw a video where I think he's just like yelling and screaming, uh, uh, you know, on the video. He's like, Drake is my favorite rapper. He's number one. Forget a top. 10 or some or top three Drake is number one and then like in the next clip as he's listening to this certified little boy he uh he falls asleep uh, uh you see him sleeping at the death so let's see here uh b-rob said tap your love box if you're off the night shift throwing up the horn so yeah tap your love box there and also he said tap your love box if you get the soldier xbox for a stepchild what's the what was it called the soldier Soldier console. Yeah, the soldier console. There you go. <laughs> Still looking yeah. for that one. He had he had some issue with Atari this week because I think he had like bought some stock in uh, for a couple of their like streaming games, uh, and I think he maybe it was last week and he posted something saying that he owned Atari, uh, and Atari like basically like replied to him in his Twitter post, you know, sort of sort of saying you know you you only own like I don't know. A million shares or something like something that was like really small compared to the whole and so he like went off <laughs> you know he's like i don't need y'all little console anyway <laughs> y'all stupid console nobody even play so yeah it was funny man soldier boy That's is funny, still man. still uh, out there doing ridiculousness yeah man um trying to think i applaud the hustle little soldier boy yes indeed yes indeed always applaud the hustle even though it's you never know Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But yeah, I guess on that note, you know, we're going to tap our love box and get on out of here. We've been on here for a minute. Uh, the first, you know, really, honestly, the first hour, we were trying to figure out what the oh, heck we were yeah. doing uh, to try to get this. And then we stopped that and we restarted it. And yeah, we had a pretty nice little show here. So. Yeah, two hours long, man. That's a f- we've been going long. For real? For real? Two hours and 12 minutes. Dang. All right, yep. we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. My wife is go probably get the life. Longer. Where I'm at. B-Rob, yeah. thanks for joining. Yes, thank you for joining and uh, titty me to you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, people. Hashtag Blackout Pod. So you can find us Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag Blackout Podcast on uh, YouTube is where you can find us uh, doing this live stream every, every uh, Sunday or whenever you get a notification that we're doing it. 
And then you can check out all your other streaming services for podcasts. Do a Google search for them. Hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com is where you can find us to email us stuff. Whatever questions you want, email us some pictures, some stories. I don't know, whatever you want to. Or you can just call us 3853-BLAKPC or 385-325-2572. Let us know what you think about removing the barker from a dog. If you remove your barker from your dog, or uh, how should Jared have have handled his uh his Karen situation? And then after you do that, hit up hooksrub.com so you can smoke some meat, get the whole neighborhood mm. smoky, so that yes. Karen could come up to your house and tell you there is a ordinance uh about smoke in the neighborhood. Oh man, I'll be blowing that smoke right at that lady house. Mm, you should. I got I got a fan. I'm ready to do that. Especially uh, with her, her her sliding door open, you should do mm-hmm. that. Oh just yeah. Go right oh, in yeah. there. It's already smoky out here because these dang wildfires. So yeah, we'll just we'll just add to the add to the smoke flavor in her house. Yes. Yeah. And you know what, man? Uh just, just stay tuned to Hooks Rubs and Spices. I got a little little giveaway thing that I'm trying to set up going on right now, but also there's a lot of good uh, things in the works, um, especially coming up next. Uh, I have a, a double demo at the Utah State Fair uh, on the 12th of September. They're also selling my seasoning in the fair store. Uh, I have some other big opportunities that are happening with some grocery stores uh, that's about to jump off as well. Uh, just, uh, just uh, launched within the past what, couple weeks at a meat market there in uh, Watauga, Texas. So go hit up Prolific Butcher Shop. If you want to grab you some high quality meat because I know the meat manufacturer they get it from, or not manufacturer, but the farm they get their meat from. But also there's some places in Houston uh, that are, um, you know, that are, uh, A, there's a restaurant called Mijo's Barbecue up in Livingston. So go grab you some barbecue there that's using my product. But then uh, there's a couple other sp- spots in Houston that are trying to holler at me to get some get some rub down there. So I'm just keep trying to spread that hooks rub to sprinkle myself all over the place. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So on that note, thank y'all for joining. Y'all have a great week. Stay out the way of them Karens. But if a Karen approaches you, make sure you hit her with the okie doke. Not and physically. Blacking out. Not not the, not physically. Just the okie doke. And I'm blacking out. Blacking out as well. Deuces. <laughs>